Hello, oops, the, the dogs just came in, of course, right as I go live. So welcome everybody. And Brandy, that's for you because I have had Brandy writing in every week saying she's very disappointed that there's no dog bombing going on. And we just caught a few of the tails. They're at my feet and they probably will um, be jumping around during this. So welcome everyone to the Friday 15. I am Steph Lee, the founder of Host Agency Reviews and your host for today's Friday 15. Um, if you have questions for a future Friday 15, you can either drop them in the comments, send us an email at hello at host agency reviews, or go to hostagencyreviews.com slash Friday 15. So many different options. Oh. Um, let's see. So let's jump right into our questions for this week. So our first one is from Chrissy and she asks, I looked at the Travel Institute, but are there any business travel type specializations through them or are they more focused on leisure? Any other resources you can think that I can check out? So Christy is asking about corporate travel, which is, um, for those that aren't familiar, it's it's more like business travel. So it's a lot more transactional. People call and are going, I'm going from point A to point B, take me there, book my hotel, bam. Uh, none of this trying to decide on the best destination and which resorts are going to be better. So um, Chrissy, the Travel Institute focuses a lot more on leisure. I don't, I'm not aware of them having any corporate specialties or trainings on that. If anyone has a different experience, please drop it in the comments or drop me a note so that I know for future episodes. But Chrissy, there are some other things I would recommend. So the first one is um, GBTA or the Global Business Travel Association. They're kind of the business side, the association on that side. Um, they have a professional certification. Uh, it's called a GTP, I think. Um, I'm going to put a link to that. That would be a great one to do. Um, the other GP, GBTA also has kind of a an academy um, for people, and it's broken down into three different kind of groups. So if you're, I think it's something like zero to three years, take this classes, like three to 10, take this, 10 years plus, they're working, they're focusing on different things. So I'll put a link into that as well. Um, it would be a great resource. So the GBTA is one. Um, for if someone is brand new to corporate and you're looking to train them, I would also recommend um, ASTA's Roadmap to Becoming a Travel Advisor course. Now, it doesn't specifically focus on corporate. It it kind of gives a lay of the land for the whole industry. So it's a good way, even though there is a lot of leisure stuff in there, it's a good way for someone to be able to see how all the pieces of the puzzle fit together um, and kind of make sense on that end. So I'll put um, the link to that. It's at asta.org slash become. And if you use uh, the promo code HAR149, you can get it for 50% off because that was a course we worked with them on. Um, so, oh, you know what? Actually, Chrissy, Hopper just came out. If you're not familiar with Hopper, it's like an online uh, booking engine. Hopper, which by the way, is super embarrassing because I was at an ARC or an art conference and I was in the elevator with someone and I was making conversation and I, I like was like, oh, where are you working? He was like, Hopper. And I was like, oh, I've never heard of it. And this was a few years ago, but I was still behind on the times. He's like, oh, we um, sell, essentially, he was like, we sell tons and tons of travel um, in our really big OTA. And I was super embarrassed. I didn't know that. So anyhow, um, let's see. Hopper just came out with a, a, a travel 
agent training program that's very specific to corporate. I haven't had a chance to take a look at it yet. I did look at the overview on it and what was included. And it, um, yeah, it was, it was really great. It seemed really great. So actually, you know what, let me share my screen because I'll show you what it is. The thing I will, I will warn you though, for those that are interested in taking this is it's got a terrible name. It's called, uh, let's see, bunnyboot.camp. No, it's just awful. <laughs> so um, you can go to the Bunny Boot Camp and, and learn a little bit. But here, I am I think I'm sharing my screen. Oh, no, I'm not. Okay, here we go. Here's Bunny Boot Camp. Um, for those that are listening in, um, I'm just showing. So the price is $2.99. Um, and then the curriculum, you know, it's very pointed for corporate agents. It has the GDS overview, talks about Sabre, uh, how to do flight availability. It's it's much more in-depth from what I've seen from other places that claim to teach the GDS. It talks about PR creation, fares and ticketing, booking hotels. Um, so that could be something else to check out as well. Um, and if you have taken any of these trainings, I would love to hear about your experiences. So please drop them in the comments or drop us a note. All right. Now let's move on to our next question. Chrissy, thanks for writing in. That was a great question. Um, next question. I am a teacher. This is from Anonymous. I'm a teacher in Texas and I'm currently in charge of the eighth grade Washington, D.C. trip for two different school districts. We travel with a tour company currently, but I would like to start a business to plan and do the trips myself in order to have more control over the trips and hopefully make it cheaper for these students and parents. I have an LLC for a company and I've started to build a website. There are some things that some of the larger tour companies have like trip and medical insurance that is hard to get as a small company. I am wondering if a host agency might serve me best to provide these things or if I expect to expand to other schools and become a tour company myself, should I do the legwork and become an agency myself? So anonymous, a couple questions or a couple comments with what you're saying. So the first thing is when I when I read that um you want to do the trips in order to have more control of them. That makes a lot of sense because if you're the booking agent, you can do a lot with the reservations and don't have to wait on anybody. Uh, the other part of your sentence, though, is hopefully making it cheaper for students and parents. And that is likely not something that's going to happen um, unless you're cutting into your commissions, which I would not recommend because it's a lot of work to do these groups. You provide a great service um, and you're going to get them the best deal that you can. So that's that's the first thing I would say is that don't do it, number one, to make it cheaper for the students and parents because um, it's probably not going to be if, – if you um, – I'm going to put a link into our article on commissions, and that way you can get an idea of what you can expect for commissions. They're likely just booking um, hotel rooms, and those usually are around 10% commission. So there's not tons of room to play with there. Uh, let's see. The next thing I'm reading through, and when you talk about it's hard to get the trip and medical insurance as a small company, but the tour operators can have it. Great news on that front, Anonymous. So you are able to book trip and medical insurance, kind of the same thing, um, with your bookings. If you go with a host agency, which is what I would recommend for you as you're starting out, you'll be able to use their suppliers that do uh, the trip and medical insurance. Oh. If you're hearing squeaking, that's just Orion in the background squeaking his toy. Brandy, he's he's really calling out to you this time. So let's see. Where was I? <laughs> okay. 
tour companies that have trip and medical insurance. Um, so I would go through a host agency for that. Um, that is not something that's exclusive to larger companies. Uh, and then the last thing you're wondering if the host agency would be best um, as you get older and expand to other schools, or if you want to become a tour operator company yourself. So a host agency is a really great way to dip your toes into the industry. And for you, because you're booking these groups, you're very familiar with what's going on. But what you're not familiar with is the booking process and negotiating group rates, um, how to work with hotels, where to shop for rates on these things. So a host agency could be tons of help for you and offer guidance on, on that for you. So I would recommend starting with a host agency. And after you've started with them, if in three years from now, you're feeling really great and things are really taking off, you can always go off on your own and get your own accreditation and start negotiating things on your own. But if you really want to learn the tricks of the trade, it's going to be a lot easier if you have other people to support you. And that's the host agency's community, both their staff and the agents that are with them are going to be able to offer you great advice as you're getting started. And the other thing I would say is, I'm going to link to a couple of our podcasts, our Travel Agent Chatter podcast, where we interview some people that either do groups and they'll talk about negotiating their group contracts. Um, that one is Premier Resources Group. Um, I'll link to that one. And then there's another one um, on someone that does corporate. And she also talks about negotiating contracts with hotels. That may be something you're doing. Um, so I'll put a link to that in there. And then the last thing I think might be helpful to you, because when I, I hear your question on wanting to do the trip yourself um, to save money for the students and parents, which is very noble and wonderful. But I also want you to understand the value that you're providing because that's important as you're going forward. You don't need to charge necessarily a huge premium for your service, but you are providing something that's very tangible and very helpful, especially in the era of COVID. Um, so please do not sell your short, yourself short there. And if anyone has any tips on that or you know, rah, 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 cheerleading, you can do it. Uh, feel free to drop that in. But um, I would also like to put into the comments uh, an article we wrote on the OTAs or online travel agencies um, versus booking with a travel agent that talks about the value of a travel agent that could really help you out. And then I'll also link to one that goes over, I think it's like three ways travel, three things travel agents can do that OTAs can't. And these are things like putting bookings on hold, um, uh, being able to hold space, um, as well as pricing on different things. So these are very tangible and easy to explain benefits to your clients. So I'll put both of those uh, links in there and hopefully that'll help you out, Anonymous. Let's see. And our last question for the day. Uh, this is from Terry M. And Terry says, thank you for your information on picking an agency name article. And I'll link to that in our comments. Um, I have a question. What if a name you are thinking of comes up in a Google search and they are located in the UK and I am in the US? Is this a red flag to stay away from? Terry, it definitely could be. Uh, we just did a Friday 15. Let's see. When was it? On April 15th. I have to look at my little calendar over here. Um, we did one on April 15th with Stephanie Kwong, who's a trademark and patent attorney. And she kind of talked with us about all the things to consider when you're filing and how you can get your trademark or your service mark. 
And I would say, Terry, if you're a really small agency and they're a really small agency and you don't have plans on becoming a gargantuan travel agency, um, you are likely okay. But know that there is risk involved with it. If, um, you know, I would, I would do a Google search uh, like you did and then see if they also have it uh, trademarked by going to... Um, what is the one? I think it's called WIPO. Stephanie told me it last week. I think it's WIPO.org. Um, yeah, World Intellectual Property Organization.org. Um, you can go there and see if they filed something internationally, um, like in the UK in terms of trademark. And then you can look at the USPTO, the United States Patent and Trademark Office. You can look at their site and see if anything's been registered in the United States. So I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's a huge red flag, but if it's possible that people could get your agencies mixed up or if you have big aspirations for your agency, it's really best to just do it with a clean slate where there's no other competitors, where you have the first right of use for that mark, meaning that um, if this UK agency decides to file a trademark later on, uh, and they started in 2012. Then in 2022, if you started it, if you guys both go to get a trademark, uh, they're going to be the first ones that actually used it. So they'll probably have the right of way or whatever you would call it in trademark language. Uh, so hopefully that gives you some advice, Terry. Uh, if you can, go ahead and come up with a different name. Uh, but again, if you're really small agencies and you're not super worried about it, um, chances are you're probably going to be okay. And with that, we are going to wrap up. But for next week, um, make sure to join us. It's the end of April. And we have a co-host on again. Mark Meter from Asta will be joining us. And things we'll be talking about are those darn hotel resort fees. Am I right? Those things are so annoying. So we're going to ask him on what Asta is doing with that. Um, we're going to talk with him about the difference between IATA and ARC, the real difference, not that they're just two accreditation numbers, but how ARC plays into things. Um, and then we'll talk about booking. We had someone write in about booking their company's travel when they're the employee and how they can go about doing, what are the ethics behind it. Um, so tune in for that next Friday at 12 p.m. Central Time. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. Have a wonderful weekend, and we will talk with you soon.